This is Jonathan Hansen, and I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio Program. Today we're going to continue where we left off yesterday with apostolic leader Eric Hurd speaking in the Chapel of World Ministries International to my staff at our service on matters of the heart. Now, let's continue. Verse 3. For the Pharisees and all the Jews, except they wash their hands oft, eat not, holding the traditions of the elders. These are religious people. Verse 4. And when they come from the market, except they wash, they eat not. And many other things there be, which they have received to hold as washing of cups, the pots, brazing vessels, and of tables. Verse 5. When the Pharisees and scribes ask him, why walk not? The disciples, according to the traditions of the elders, but eat bread with unwashing hands. God is tired of the religious church. He's done with it. The religious church has no power. It cannot generate an anointing. Its traditions and formalism is the way of life. I am the church. My body is the temple. I am the sacrifice that goes on that altar, that burnt offering. <laughs> Amen. Amen. God, I put myself on the altar to be burnt, that God may burn out all the chaff, all the fat, all the wickedness in my life. Hallelujah. We have become the sacrifice. Hallelujah. Verse six. And he answered and said to him, I love Jesus with all of his wisdom. Woes hath Elias prophesied of you hypocrites. As is written, the people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. People can be in church. They can sing songs, but their heart is far away from the Lord. And God knows that. Hallelujah. When we come to worship him, we give, as I stated in the last message, we give him everything. We bring our mind, our will, and our emotions, and our bodies into the service of the Lord, into the worship of the Lord. And as Dr. Hansen was saying, this is where miracles happen. <laughs> you saw every time that the miracle was taking place, they worshiped the Lord first. There's protocol first. Worship and give him thanks. Tell him how wonderful he is, how great he is, how marvelous he is, how awesome he is, how mighty he is. Amen. And we'll receive the miracle that we need. Verse 7. How be it in vain do they worship me, teaching for the doctrines, the commandments of men. Verse 8. For laying aside the commandments of God, you hold the traditions of men as washing of pots and cups and many other such things ye do. Verse nine, and he said unto them, for you will, you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your own traditions. What a sad case in the church today. They don't understand that Jesus is coming back. They don't understand that war is going on. They don't understand that they're making eternal decisions. I believe that even before the mark of the beast, people are making decisions. It's a decision first. Getting the physical tattoo or whatever it will be is just a consequence of a decision you've already made in your soul and your heart to reject the Lord. Verse 10, for Moses said, honor your father and mother and whosoever curses father and mother, let him die the death. But you say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corbine, that is to say a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. Verse 12. And you shall suffer him no more to do aught for his father and mother. We see a problem today. Men not honoring women, not honoring their parents. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that when you don't do that, what your days are cut short. Yeah. 
Amen. We see a lot of that disrespect going on. The heart is not right. It's from the wisdom of the elders. This is when I talk with elders. I love to, Brother Gabe, listen to what they have to say. They have experience. They have a wealth of knowledge. Praise God. It's time to kind of shut your trap <laughs> and listen to them. Amen. Praise. Praise God. Get some wisdom. Hallelujah. A lot of things we have experienced, we would not experience if we sat down and listened to someone who had wisdom. Matters of the heart. Thinking that you know everything. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. There is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are that defile the man. If any man have ears, let him hear. We're talking about matters of the heart. Verse 17. And when he had entered into the house from the people, his disciple asked him concerning the parable. Verse 18. And he said unto them, are you so without understanding? Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entering to a man cannot defile him? Verse 19, because it enters not into his heart. Now, we're not talking about this heart, this muscle in your chest. We're talking about the heart, the center of the essence of who we are. From within, out of the heart of man proceed evil thoughts. How many of you ever had an evil thought? Yeah, tell the truth, shame the devil. Adulteries, fornications and murders, thefts. Covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye. In Hawaii, they call it a stink eye. Anybody ever give you an evil eye before? Yeah, I was a couple weeks ago. This guy looked at me. It was like, that must have been the devil. I mean, he did like he could just, where would they come from? Yeah, so I, but I had to love him and forgive him. Amen. <laughs> Whoever he was, praise God. Blasphemy, pride. How many of you, had pride hit you one time or another? Oh, uh, yeah. This comes from the heart. We're talking about the matters of the heart that God is trying to see. These things are they're stopping the flow of God. God is one of the flow that love. Praise God that agape love to others. And all these things will stop the flow of God's love. The Bible says that God's love has been shot abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Foolishness and pride. Twenty three. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. In my studies. And trying to understand what happened at the fall. I believe there's four traumatic things that happen at the fall. Regarding the heart or soul. Heart and soul is the same. Okay, They're synonymous in the Hebrew. The eyes were open to know good and evil. This knowledge was too wonderful for Adam and Eve to dissect, to manage, to comprehend, understand, or retain. It was too much. It was a flood of information they could not handle. I believe fear entered at the fall. They hid themselves. Have you ever tried hiding from the Lord? You can run down the street. He's still with you. I remember when the Lord was dealing with me about, you know, there's certain things he was cleaning me up when I got saved. You know how you use some people, they throw stuff on the ground, yeah? It's trash or paper on the ground. It doesn't walk with cigarettes or whatever. And so the Lord said, go back and pick that up. <laughs> and I just keep walking. He says, well, the farther you walk, it means the farther you got to go back and pick it up. <laughs> He was teaching me this order. You don't litter because somebody else has to do it. You know how God deals with your heart? That individual thing that you really got to get over. So he might perfect you. Hallelujah. So you might be more like Jesus. I believe doubt kicked in at the fall. Does God still care for me? How many of you know that God cares for you? Amen. He's, he's, even when we're wrong. 
Even when we miss it, he still loves us. His love never fails. But what the carnal heart or the fallen heart will say, condemnation. Another thing that happened. Does God like me? Say God loves me. He loved every hair on your head. Every fault. Amen. Every shortcoming. He loves us. Amen. And death happened at the fall. Separation from God banished from the garden. I believe we still struggle in the heart today with these issues and we have to overcome them. If you want to flow with God and be all that God wants you to be and flow in the supernatural and be the sons and daughters of God, we've got to settle once and for all that God loves me. Mm. Love never changes. Someone said that they went to heaven and, you know, it's something when you come into the presence of God, your garments are stained and you see all the stain and they say the closer they got with to Jesus, they were saying, I'm not worthy. And they were chased ahead to shame. And every time they said that a wave of love came over, whoosh, said, I'm not worthy. His love came. Whoosh. It's not about what we have done. It's about what Jesus Christ has done for us. Amen. Hallelujah. And Lord sees already. I was talking to a doll and she, you know, we we're saying that it's, it's very important to be honest with God. Amen. Let him know. He knows everything anyway. You're not hiding anything. <laughs> Praise God. He's down there trying to pray and the Lord says, uh, let's go back here over this one. <laughs> let's deal with this. Well, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's, uh, let's go back over here. <laughs> let's deal with this. <laughs> Stop your hallelujahs and let's deal with this. <laughs> right? Have that happened to you before? Yeah. Right? You're trying to ignore it, right? Yeah, right. Guys, I'm really trying to deal with this right here. No right, Absolutely. You're trying to praise over and thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> no, no. I'm not receiving that right now. Let's deal with that, that bitterness you got towards that brother or sister. Let's deal with that. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And when the heart is clean, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. When you're conscious. Paul always talked about a good conscience before God. Because it's by our consciousness that we're condemned. Satan uses our consciousness to condemn us. You get that area gave right, then that was it. What about that one? You get that area right, what about that? He's it's constant, ongoing, managing the heart. Praise God. It's a full-time job. Job 42 and 3 says, Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered, that I understand not. Two, these things too wonderful for me, I cannot attain to it. The heart is very difficult to manage and understand. You have to stay on top of it. You have to discipline yourselves. Amen. Stay on top of the heart. Amen. Amen. David said this about the heart. Psalms 139 and 6. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto that. Proverbs 30 and 18. There be three things which are too wonderful for me. Yea, for which I know not. It is difficult and it takes a lot of energy regarding the matters of the heart. But if we allow the Holy Spirit to search our hearts, he'll let us know. Amen. Now, some things that were activated at the fall that Adam and Eve did not understand. Number one was emotions. They did not know how to fully manage their emotions. Praise God. The Bible says rejoice sometimes. Rejoice always. And all things give thanks. Rejoice. It is a choice you make. You can choose not to rejoice and be depressed and be sad and let the matters of the heart control you or you can control the heart. Hallelujah. Through and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thoughts ran rampant. 
How many of you realize that you can control your thoughts? Nah. Amen. Just like a remote control. Amen. I don't want to think about that. Click. Click. Think on things that are lovely. Things that are true. Things that are honest. Things that are right. There be any virtue. There be any praise. Think on these things. Hallelujah. You can choose how you think. For as a man or woman thinketh in his heart, what? So is he. I choose to see beauty in everything. I become like a little child. Everything's beautiful to me. I mean, I can see the pond over there. I'm like, wow, how deep is that pond? Is any fish in that pond? Can I swim in that pond? <laughs> My heart just goes out. Thank God for the pond. Oh, there's ducks in the pond. Just like a little child. Just like if you've seen a child, they're fascinated by everything. And understanding be men, but be children at the heart. Amen. Let everything be fascinated to your heart. Fascinating. Enjoyable. Hallelujah. Oh, I tell you, I'm trying to get you there. The kingdom of God is within you. People are trying to run here or over there, but they can't run away from their hearts. Their heart is still with them. Learn to access the kingdom. Praise God. Be in peace with yourself. Matters of the heart. There are 884 scriptures regarding the heart. Look at your neighbor and ask them how many you know. Somebody said all of them. 884 scriptures regarding the heart. Don't you think that that requires some study? Because the heart or the soul is the central point of what this world is all about, gang. It's the fight. It's the reason why Jesus went to the cross for the souls of men or the heart of men. The heart or soul is the center of human existence. It is the person's true essence. It's the battle of the ages. It is the fight between good and evil. This topic should be thoroughly investigated and understood. Now, I want to shift a little bit to bring a parallel here. Okay. In the medical field, they label a few of injuries PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, a person can also have psychosomatic injury. They can bring upon themselves diseases. The heart is very powerful. The mind is very powerful. You can think a thing and meditate on things. How many of you have ever had where you had a pain somewhere and the voice said it was cancer? Right away. You got cancer. You're going to die tomorrow. <laughs> Not next week. Go die tomorrow. Right. I'm killing you today. I mean, this is the soul because of its fall. It's active. It's constantly working against us. Paul said it in Romans chapter seven, things I want to do. I, I don't know things I should do. I don't do. He goes through that same battle with himself. He said, who shall save me from this body of death? Traumatic brain injury. Some people have had post-traumatic stress disorder that they did not release. Do you know how to get free from the tragic things of the past? Forgive. Jesus. Forgive. Yeah. Forgive. Forgive heals the brain. Brain is nothing more than light, fat, flesh, synopsis. So when you you're not forgive, we release and the brain is healed. Do you forget the event? No, you don't forget it. But you're not traumatized by it. We work with soldiers at Triple Hospital. A medical doctor, Dr. Wayne Nick is brilliant. He passed away a few months ago. And he gave me understanding how the brain, we're working with the troops 
because they were killing themselves. They may still be doing it. I'm not sure the stats now, but they will kill themselves 22 a day. Because of what they saw in battle. How many of you know that we're in battle and we can be traumatized, right? We can have friendly fire in the church. We can have friendly fire amongst ourselves. Right. I said, I've been hurting the church. Okay. Yeah, you've been hurting the building. Praise God. In the field of psychiatric and medical fields, I want to look at some terms here. And this should not be in the body of Christ. Anxiety disorder. Say amen, somebody. You should not have any anxiety. I'm not saying anxiety won't come because of things that we experience. But we have lines and lines of people for prayer. When the Bible says be what? Anxious for nothing. How many realize that God has a plan? This beautiful, wonderful, awesome God has a plan. He's not nervous. He's not sitting on the throne biting his nails. He knows exactly what he's doing. Satan is in control, but God is in charge. Oh, hallelujah. Do you hear what I said? Satan is in control for this moment, but God is in charge. God is still on the throne. He knows exactly what's happening. And he will laugh at the enemy. Amen. So anxiety disorder, a group of mental illnesses that causes constant fear and worry. Constant. Characterized by sudden feeling of worry, fear, and restlessness. We should not be restless. When that spirit comes upon you, rebuke it. Rebuke it in Jesus' name. I rebuke your spirit of anxiety. Be anxious for nothing. Praise God. Psychosis. Psychosis is a mental health problem that causes people to perceive or interpret things differently from those around them. These might be involved in hallucination and delusions. Remember the Lord says in the last days he will send what? A strong delusion that men will believe a lie. I do not want to be on the other end of that delusion. Even when truth challenges me, I say, yes, Lord, guilty. Don't try to shake it. Don't try to reason with it. Just say it's me. Okay, Lord, deal with me and set me free. Amen. This is a big one we're dealing with today. Bipolar disorder. A serious mental illness characterized by extreme mood swings. How many of you know, ladies, that you're not your emotions? Say amen, somebody. You're not moved by your emotions. Praise God. You are to manage your emotions and not let your emotions manage you. Hallelujah. You're the steward of this person. You're the steward of your heart and soul. You're the manager of your heart and soul. Let the word do its work. Praise God. Schizophrenia. A mental disorder characterized by delusions, hallucinations, disorganized thoughts, speech and behavior. God has given us what? A sound mind. When the enemy comes and you know how? No, I have a sound mind. I have a beautiful mind with beautiful thoughts. Hallelujah. You're not your thoughts. You manage your thoughts. What about major depressive disorder? Mental health disorder having episodes of psychological depression. We're not to have that. The joy of the Lord is our strength. If you don't have joy, like we did today, turn on some music and start dancing. <laughs> Glory to God. You may not feel it at the beginning on the onset, you know, but you get anointing a jump on you. Say, hallelujah, jumping all over the place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Open your mouth and say something. 
Glory to God. Borderline personality disorder, a mental disorder characterized by the instability in mood, behavior and functioning. And this is why the pharmaceutical company was able to come in making billions of dollars with this witchcraft potions. No, I have a sound mind. Praise God. Now, I don't knock anyone that's having to do that. And I'm letting you know, trust the Lord. Amen. Trust God for soundness of mind. Amen. Isn't Jesus in you? Isn't the father in you? Isn't the son in you? Well, how in the world can we be not stable? Intellectually disability, a learning disability characterized by below average intelligence. Say I'm intelligent. Say I have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. You have access to the wisdom of the worlds. Hallelujah. The wisdom of the ancients. Glory to God. All you have to do is ask God. Lord, give me wisdom. Wisdom. I ask God all the time. Lord, give me wisdom concerning what I have to do. Thank you for wisdom. I don't always ask him. I just thank him for it. Lord, I have this decision. I thank you for your wisdom. Amen. You will guide me and you will lead me. Hallelujah. I give you praise. Amen. It's all going to work out. Concerning our move, I was talking with the Lord. I said, Lord, so many voices. My children talking. I think the only ones not talking is my dogs. Because <laughs> they're good wherever I go. My sons, I don't think he's, uh, you know, people, how you go come over here, people over there. I said, Lord, I just want to hear your voice. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise God. Right. And I'm not afraid. I'm not upset, anxious. He will guide. Amen. Mm-hmm. I mean, if God has been guiding you for all these many years, yeah. <laughs> has he ever failed you? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Conduct disorder, a behavior and emotional disorder that presents as a repetitive, disruptive and violent behavior that usually occurs during childhood or adolescence. Some things in our childhood, they show up as adults, but God wants to rid us of that. He wants to cleanse our hearts of that so he can do the work that you have been designed to do in life. Amen. I want to finish my course, my race with joy. I want to hear well done, our good and faithful servant. I want to do everything that the Lord has dreamed me to do and to be. This is my desire. Here's another big one, ladies and gentlemen. Panic attack. We're talking about matters of the heart. A sudden episode of intense anxiety accompanied by a feeling of impending doom and frightening physical symptoms. So how you think and feel can affect your body, such as a racing heartbeat, shortness of breath and nausea. Now, it was two occasions where I feel the spirit of anxiety try to, and fear try to come upon me. And I know what it feels like. I was on my computer all day, and I, I think that's what it was, that blue light. And all of a sudden, I just felt something come over me. I'm like, man, this and my shortness of breath. I'm like, man, this, I said, this, uh-uh. So I stood up, and I started saying, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Yeah. I rebuke this. Boom, gone. When the enemy attacks you, don't try to reason it. Just rebuke him. Mm. And it hasn't happened since. So, but I do try to watch, you know, certain things that I'm doing because I was on the computer all day. And a lot of things can come through the, uh, the light and disrupt you. Praise God. So we should not be having panic attacks. Amen? Amen. Let's look at a few other mental challenges that one may have. Makes careless mistakes and lacks attention to details. Example, overlooking or missing details or handling in work that is accurate. Okay? So don't accept that. Say, I'm accurate. I'm accurate. Amen. Say, I'm smart. I'm smart. Say, I'm intelligent. Amen. You are intelligent. You're smart. 
has difficulty paying attention to tasks. Example, difficulty remaining focused during lectures. Say amen, somebody. Amen. I see people that go, rebuke the spirit of sleep. So every time you come up, you know, I just, I go to sleep. <laughs> well, it's the reason why the spirit of sleep comes upon you. They don't want you to hear the message. Amen? Amen. But when the music going, it's jumping all around. Woo! Hallelujah. <laughs> the inability to focus. We need more teaching. Amen. You have people running, jumping around all over the place and still can't quote you five scriptures. Can't rebuke the devil. Okay, so this is a good one. <laughs> Having difficult paying attention to tasks. Okay, I'm going to go over it again. Difficult remaining focused during lectures. Conversations and lengthy readings like this one. Okay, but I like rejoicing. I love it. But then I like teaching. There's instruction. Praise God. So I discipline my heart. Sit down. Mind. Stop racing. Stop thinking about we're going to eat like Cheddarbox. Cheddarbox comes to in my mind. Cheddarbox. <laughs> stop it. Tell Cheddarbox to stop it. Stay focused. Amen. Matters of the heart. Okay. Seems not to listen when spoken to directly. Mind seems elsewhere. Even in the absence of obvious distractions. Fails to follow through on instructions, chores or duties in the workplace. Example, starts tasks quickly but loses focus and is easily sidetracked. Now I had this in my life. But it seemed to work out. Talk about matters of the heart. Because God knows how I'm built. I can do many things, you know, multitask. But at the end of the day, it's all done. This is Jonathan Hansen. Now, tomorrow we're going to conclude with Matters of the Heart with Apostle Eric Hurd speaking. Ladies and gentlemen, do you enjoy this warning radio program? I need your help. 2022 has been a horrible year financially. I'm still $44,000 over budget. I would encourage you, please telephone 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Let me say it again. 360-629-5248. And give your very best donation. Help me again. Raise this $44,000 so we can go into 2023 feeling good. You can also give by my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Once again, www.worldministries.org. We have PayPal and other means of donation. If you want to send a letter, address it to World Ministries International, PO Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. That's again, World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Address it on your check to WMI. That's WMI. Again, let your holidays be filled with Jesus and have a very happy new year. We will finish this message tomorrow on Matters of the Heart.